works and worship. What's the difference? Questions I get all the time. We need to just sit down and have a little conversation about this. Welcome to the I Quit Church podcast. This is where it's a conversation for those that have been burnout, broken, or bored of the buildings and programs of the modern church. So let's grab a seat. You, you know the verse, right? Yeah, the, the verse, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. I mean, I've heard this growing up my whole life. You know it by heart. So why do we still have rules throughout the Bible taught in our churches and enforced by timeout corners and bars of soap in our mouths. <laughs> you know, the good news I have to tell you is that salvation comes from works, but not yours, but from Jesus. You are justified and redeemed by the death and resurrection of Jesus. That's good news. So I get this question all the time. So do we not have to do anything? Is it, is it bad for us to try to be good? To f- try to follow the ways that are laid out in the Bible? <laughs> I think this are, these can be very easy questions to answer. If we just kind of wrap our head around what it is the Bible is really trying to express to us. You ever think about that? The question you are maybe thinking about is, do I have to gather with other Christians to gain salvation? You know, if you've followed this podcast, I quit church. That's one of the big questions people are are asking me. Like, don't I have to go to church to be a Christian, to to be saved? (laughs) No. Who you spend time with will not keep you out of hell as much as no one you can spend time with will send you to hell. (laughs) Our salvation is secure in the works that Jesus has already done, not by anything we have or haven't, but only to put our trust in his works. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, isn't that the good news we we need in our lives? I mean, it's it's the news that comes from this story when we take the time to read it. But so since we no longer have to live by works, why would we want to quote unquote do anything that would be against our nature? You know, just do whatever feels good for you, right? You know, I want to take the next few moments and expand on what true worship is all about and why we would desire to worship Jesus. You know, the first story of humans spoke of how a man named Adam and a woman named Eve began to define what was right and wrong in their own eyes instead of leaving that up to God. You know the story in Genesis. It says, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and the tree was desirable to make one wise, then she took from its fruit and she ate it. And she gave it also to her husband with her, and he ate it. 
Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed together fig leaves, and they made for themselves coverings. You see, they lost their intimacy with one another. And because of the shame of nakedness, they tried to cover their shame with leaves and twigs. <laughs> and then you you see further in the story it says, "And Yahweh God made from uh, God, uh, Yahweh God made for Adam and his wife garments of skin, and he clothed them." <laughs> Man, I mean that's beautiful. Like. God realized that they made a mess of things. Our ways of doing things continued in history of bringing death and destruction everywhere we would try to define our methods of right and wrong. Not only can we make a mess of things, but we also do a piss poor job at covering it up or the fancy religious word atonement for thousands of years since God sacrificed an animal to cover the shame that humanity felt. We would continue to offer animals to remind us how we will always need his atonement for our wrongdoings. We cannot live the life that we need to live to bring life and creation to this planet. Our ways just continue to bring death and destruction. It is his works from the garden it was God's works that covered up and was a atonement for our sins and our humanity. If you want to talk about worship in detail, you have to talk about the first time it was mentioned in the story. So it was like the 22nd chapter of Genesis. And Abraham said to his servants, you stay here with the donkey and I and the boy will go up there. We will worship, then we will return to you. And Abraham took the wood and the burnt offering and placed it on Isaac's son. And he took the fire in his hand and the knife. And the two of them went together. And Isaac said to Abraham, his father, my father. And he said, here I am, my son. And he said, here is the fire and the wood, but where's the lamb for the burnt offering? Obviously, Isaac wouldn't have brought that up if this was the first time he had ever seen his father do a sacrifice as a sign of worship. And if you don't know that story, that story is uh, an amazing, crazy story in itself. You should go back and, and read that, Genesis chapter 22. But look how even in the Abraham is continuing this sacrifice of an animal to remind us that it was God's atonement that covers up our sins. God actually continued to work through Abraham, turning his family into a nation that would uh, that the whole world could look to and get a glimpse of who God was. God gave the Israel people rules and procedures to follow that went against the death and destructive way of life that the world was living. And these Old Testament stories have given us two things, a look at the character and nature of God, and that we as humans will never be able to live up to that. And then thousands of years later in the story, we see how Jesus would come to give us an even fuller image of who God is. I believe it was Matthew chapter 5. It says, Jesus said, Do not think that I have come to destroy the law or the prophets. 
I have not come to destroy them, but to fulfill them. It always has been God's works that have provided for our atonement. It was then the finishing work on the cross through Jesus that brought salvation. So, yes, salvation is gained by works, folks, but not by ours, by Jesus's. Let that sink in. Why, why, if you're wrestling with that, let that sink in. There's nothing you can do that would minimize his love for you. Remember that very first verse I, I shared, John 3.16, Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The only thing that's left up to us is just putting our trust in his works and his personhood. That's what we do. That's how we gain salvation. So, again, back to that question of why do we even attempt then to live the ways of the Bible? If we're already saved, we're already good to go, why do we even deny ourselves all of our pleasures and everything that we want as humans? Well... (laughs) Human nature continues to bring death and destruction to the world around us. We live out God's ways because we want to see life and creation in our families and our neighborhoods. We lift and worship the ways of God because His ways are better than our ways. I don't want the world to see my nature. I want the world to see His through my life. See, we are willing to worship in this way the more that we discover these works that have been done for us. Those works paid the price for all of our sins and took away the punishment of death. When we live out our nature, sin, it brings mixed feelings, praise, and grief. When we see the cost sin should bring us praise when we think about how God loves us so much and forgives us sin reminds us of how he loves us but also sin should bring us grief because it brought death to our king it brought death to Jesus so it's not that sin isn't a big deal it was it's a very big deal folks And we see death and destruction all over our cities and our streets right now. We see the injustice. We see the mass killings, the mental illness, the depression, the addictions, ruining lives and families. You can't say that following our own right and wrong brings life and creation. When you look at it, it brings death and destruction. Why would we want to live in a world full of death and destruction 
and say, well, we'll just wait till we get to heaven. <laughs> At least we're all going to heaven because we believe that Jesus paid the price for all this. Oh, that's great. But we also pray, and even Jesus told us to pray, Father, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he said the kingdom of God is at hand. Man, we have a responsibility. God still has invited us to work alongside him, to bring creation and life to this world. That's why we worship him, by lifting up his ways and his character and his nature and not ours. So every time that you've come to this podcast here at I Quit Church or you visited IQuitChurch.com, you see that this is a place that really leans on the good news and proclaims the good news that God is for you, not against you. But when that question comes up, so should I just never follow Jesus? Should I never read scripture and learn how we could live? No, absolutely not. Because I think that inside every one of us, we want peace. We want justice. We want wisdom to prevail in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our cities, our countries. So worship is when I want to do one way, but I know that if I go this way, it's going to bring death and destruction. It's going to lift up my character and nature. I want to live this way so that God's character and nature will be lifted up. I want life and creation to be evident in my family and my neighborhood. I'm sick and tired of the death and the destruction. That's why we read scripture to understand God's character and nature. That's why we have the power of the Holy Spirit to help us live that out more and more. And we can be human, and that's good news. But when we sense God's Spirit encouraging us to live out one way and not ours, man, I just think of all the times that He's forgiven me, all the works that's been done for my salvation that I didn't have to do. And it makes it that much easier to say, yes, Lord, I want to live out this way to lift up your character and nature. Because I know that when people look at you, it brings them life. It brings them joy. It brings them peace. Man, everything that's good in me comes from you. It's what we want to lift up more. Thanks for hanging out with me. And if you want more resources like this, you can head over to IQuitChurch.com. There you'll also find a place where you can share your story of being broken or burnout or bored of the programs and the buildings of the modern church. This is one of the resources of Habitat Faith Community. Habitat Faith is a place where we are trying to create resources and community for those that just want to be the church. And again, my name is John Collier. Hit that like and subscribe button. We uh, are going to continue to put these stories out at least a couple times a month. Want to make sure that you get every one of those. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.